getting in. Um, I got the new desk, Mo. What are you? What are you stuffing your face with over there? Yeah. What are you eating? A cookie. A post post dinner cookie. So you're piggybacking on the Schneider desk. I am. Looked out. It's pretty nice, isn't it? It moves up. <laughs> you guys are going to be fighting over that desk. No, I, I concede to her. It's not my desk, but. Did those guys come my and set desk it up? One, what's that? Did those guys come and set it up? Yeah, we had the two randos in our, our place last was night. Was these two Guatemalans just showed up? No, it was two regular people. It was not what I was expecting at all. I guess it's like Guatemalans a um, can't be yeah, regular. I was going to say white people. Is that what you're, <laughs> that what you mean when you well, say regular? Guess, yeah, I guess that's a bad choice. Of wow. Words. It, just, it just wasn't what I was expecting for like people coming in our building at like eight o'clock at night to put something together. Were they um, white? But um, one was white. Okay, so that's what was the other one. So that's what we mean <laughs> so by regular. It wasn't just two. It wasn't just two whiteies. Just, just was two regular like, guys. It just seemed like two normal people. Like just because they well, were so You're in the Zoom meeting as Emma, Emma Pereira right now. So I saw that Emma's desk, Emma's laptop, Emma's Zoom login. I'm leeching off of her. Pretty much identity theft. Cockstab. In a way, yeah. What do you think of the desk, though? It's awesome, dude. It moves up and down. <laughs> yeah, how comfortable <laughs> the only is the feature chair? <laughs> That's really the only feature it is, other than the regular desk. Oh, the, it's a the chair's cool. Chair, right? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I bought myself. Did you end up putting that money too? Did, Did you? you put yours together, yeah. Jared? Yeah, I put it together Sunday. Nice. Um, yeah, my other chair. I bought like a hundred dollar chair when COVID started, but my fat ass wore through the cushion in the last eight months, so it was Woo! like not comfortable at all. So this is those lean bulk calories, baby. Yeah, I guess so. Like those that cookie I just ate. <laughs> um oh man where to start i thought last episode was good we got some positive feedback nice yeah who gave the positive feedback uh like one person the only person <laughs> that i know that like listens to this but um a listener yeah we um we had a little uh a little tease at the end of last episode we want to pay that off quick did you, did you do some thinking on this or in classic Jared fashion, are you just thinking about it now? No, I've been thinking about it. It's it's a hard one. Okay. So what was it? What what crime would you commit? You could commit any crime and get away with it, essentially. How, how right? did we even get on that topic? I don't know. Yeah, that, just... I think that's a question for you. You just stumbled yeah. upon it. It was just a perfect time to end. I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how we got there. But yeah, so if you could commit any crime and get away with it, what would be what would it be? So I was just like trying to think of something that's not boring but also not going to make me look like a psychopath. Um, and that's a tough balance to find when we're talking about committing crimes and not getting caught. Yeah. I, I think, and I don't know if this is really what I'd pick, but this is what I'm going to stick with because it was what I thought about the most today. Have you ever seen Homeland? Yeah. Remember in um, the end of season two, or I guess it's technically end of season one where he has the suicide vest and tries to blow up Capitol Hill. Yeah. I would do that minus suicide vest. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to be Capitol one of the Hill casualties. Kill everybody. So you yeah, wouldn't want to be. I'd. I'd. You'd want to walk just away. Just wants to be a domestic terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But if I had a, if I had a. Oh, it's immunity. We were talking about immunity, um, or pardons. That's what it was. Trump pardoning people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, if, if I had the Trump pardon, 
I would sneak in like the Grinch, <clears throat> plant a whole bunch of bombs. Go down in the, the chimney building. of Capitol Hill or the mm-hmm. the Capitol building. Okay. And I would put a bomb over every single Congress under every Congress person's seat that I don't like, which is basically all of them. Okay, that's a lot of bombs. A huge explosion, fireworks in the sky. <laughs> that's a lot of individual bombs, dude. You, and you, then, would, you wouldn't, you wouldn't bomb AOC and Bernie. Come on, the squad. You'd save them. I wouldn't save the squad. I'd save Bernie. <laughs> but then it. I'd look Bernie in the eye when he's done. I'd say, "This is all your fault because you're too big of a pussy in the primary." And well, then you'd shoot you... him right in the head. <laughs> no, I couldn't kill Bernie. If you save Bernie, that means you're you gotta have to save some other people because with all those bombs going off so close together, that could be problematic. So you might need to save some people near him. So I'll kidnap Bernie. There you go. Beforehand, make him like uh, what's that? Like the um, the the something Survivor movie with the guy from Twenty Four who's like a oh, designated survivor. Make him yeah, the designated yeah, yeah. survivor, and then blow up the. Wasn't that guy like the janitor? Building. He was like the literally the last possible person. I don't think he was the janitor, but he just wasn't like a high-ranking political official. And then because all up, of Congress died, right? Yeah, oh, the like the the, the Capitol building was just destroyed, and, and it had he, the president and vice president in it. It, it was a it was like um, yeah, like everyone was in there, and he became president just like that. Yeah, so I, I think that would be my crime. I, I, if I had to think of another one, like I'd be just as happy to put poison in the water in the Capitol building and let them all die that way. How um, is that any different than blowing them up? A little less gruesome. Same end result, though, right? Yeah. Still yeah. fucking killing them. <laughs> they, have yeah. shot, they have children and families. If anything, I poison, would have dude, zero poison's remorse. a woman's weapon. Poison's you have zero remorse weapon. for killing those people that have wives, husbands. Mothers, zero, fathers. I, I would have remorse for their children. I would have zero remorse for them because these people do not deserve a chance to live. We... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why, why should we have remorse Talk about for not them? wanting to look like a fucking psychopath right now. Why should we have remorse for them when they don't give a shit about anybody other than themselves? Well, I'm, I don't know that they've gone as far as to put a bomb every sing- under every single one of our desks. I tried to make it spicy. I could have said, oh, robbed a bank. I don't know. I tried to make it spicy. Adam? Um, well, so everyone in Washington is dead now, so we'll move on to Adam. Yeah, well, my choices weren't about killing people. I figured that would be like an easy one to think of, like murder or anything like that. So I picked an interesting one. I thought one. I thought it was interesting, at least. Tax evasion. <laughs> I wouldn't Ooh, have to pay any taxes, dude. See, right? Because think about it. Think about especially that fucking That is the lamest the thing I've ever heard, but go on. I'll, I'll you get a, you, get I'll a whopping well, 20% right, so, raise. <laughs> yeah, I'd be making more money. I just figured that if you I could just also, picked, You could also rob the Fed and make well, millions. Well, I was going to pick, like, second one would have been robbery. But again, that's like, that's just very basic. I think a lot of people would just pick that. Yeah. So I wanted to pick I, something different. I appreciate different. your creativity. Yeah, I, I didn't say it was like a crazy one. I just said like it's not killing somebody, which I think would be a go-to one. Robbery seems like a yeah, like but killing someone. I don't know. Would that really be a go-to one? Like, I think when people think of a crime that you could commit without getting caught, I think murder is probably one of the first things that pops up. I don't know what kind of people you're hanging with. Says the guy who wants to put a bomb under every <laughs> single chair 
of the House of Representatives. We might really need to like. You Senate might really need to everything. like make a disclaimer, Jared, and be like, I'm, "Yeah, I did not." That, 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 that was said. solely for comedic value. Okay, thank you. We'll yeah, cover. I have zero interest, and I don't even know how to begin to make a bomb, and I never plan on googling it. He's he's winking at us this entire time, but yeah. But yeah, I would say tax evasion. I mean, tax like evasion. 35, 40% of my wages go away in taxes. Get all those fucking uh, dollars back in my pocket. I'm sitting pretty. Sitting pretty. Yeah, sitting pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be sweet to be pardoned, dude. You could kind of just like do all crimes. Well, yeah. Is a pardon well, on a person or on a crime? Person. I think it's a pardon for a person. I, that might be the best thing you could ask for. You just have immunity from everything. No, you idiot, dude. No, they, it just means that you're pardoned from, specific from, act, from the uh, crime you committed. Right. Well, that's why exactly. I asked that clarifying question. So it is specific to a crime. Yeah, it's not like okay. you're absolved. Oh, it's not, yeah. like, it's not like Putin where, you know, he tried to pass that thing or probably did where he's absolved of any crimes forever. It's just that, that's like, that one thinking. specific. Because after yeah, I was done no. bombing the Capitol, I would totally stop paying taxes. Well, there you go. Yeah, so, that'd be great. I'm not sure anybody would be paying taxes at that point. It'd be complete fucking <laughs> anarchy. You ever see Mr. Robot? That one, oh, that shit would have been a good one, too. I should have done that, like, hacked into something good. All right, Ty, yeah, what's, I mean, your, what's your crime? I didn't put a lot of thought into it, so, like, instantly I thought rob a bank. Like, that, see, that, that is, that's, I think that's, that's, like, that's lame. Well, so, and I thought a little bit more into it, and I did think about, I, w- I, I think it would be, fascinating i wouldn't want to kill good people i'd want to be dexter i think it being only dexter kill the people be that only kill the people that deserve it yeah be but a like, do it com- yeah do it completely like undercover you know have it be like a game so i i put that on my list but i figured we were all gonna pick that and it sounds like we did so i wanted yeah. to go with tax evasion well at least most said he'll kill like you know 35, 40 people all at once. No, dude, Congress is like 700. uh, I think we're talking about 535 people, to be exact. That's a lot. That's a lot. All in the office at once. (laughs) What what do they all gather for? Sorry, 534. The State of the Union, Union, what they all gather for? Yes. That's what I'm doing it. Then again, not everyone makes (laughs) it. I don't think everybody goes, but a lot of people do. And then I'll go on a lifelong mission to hunt down the rest of them one by one, like the Mandalorian. <laughs> and again, you, folks, so, disclaimer, I, I'm not ever going to so do this. So you want to be absolved from 534 murders? Preferably all of them. Yeah. Pardon. Yeah. Pardon. Sorry. Pardon. <laughs> from five you're, yeah. you're good. You're good, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love it. Um, I'm going to, we're going to bring a, a quick guest on here for a second. Um, I think COVID has probably reared its ugly head again as far as needing to be a topic on this show, right? Good old COVID. I would think so. Um, is it a reoccurring guest? Uh, this will be a recurring guest. Yes, it will be recurring once they join. Um, I mean, we've got a bunch of stuff, but this particular uh, caller had uh, hit me up the other day and more about like advertising around covid and some of the language around it and how it was weird um so you guys are we waiting right now yeah while we're waiting did you see the headphones apple came out with today no no 549 dollar over ear airpods jesus christ 
probably not worth it, but probably not worth it. What's going on? Sup? Yo. What's going on, dude? Not much. You guys are looking good. All right. So we uh we we just set it up. We uh we just talked about the actually we'll ask you quick before we get into this. What crime would you commit, Chris, if you could get away with anything just once? Oh, they would never you'd never get prosecuted. I would I would rob like a PGA superstore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what would, would you get? Everything. everything. I would I would have like four drivers on back stock, sets of irons, everything for life. Yeah, yeah. but like nothing you, you, would be in your size like and they I only can worry about that i can worry about that later that's the that's the inexpensive part is getting that stuff cut down and bent you'd be like shit 75 percent of this stuff is does not fit me. i can never use it, These are sell it lefty the money. Clubs. <laughs> all right well yeah, at least it's my on the spot answer yeah different version of basically what we all kind of <laughs> thought but um so why don't you i, I just said we're going to jump into COVID a little bit so why don't you set up what you were thinking about or uh, what you had mentioned to me? Yeah, definitely. So I had uh, went to the Titans game on Sunday, which was a blast. Um, and, you know, before that, we're hanging out at my you know friend's apartment, watching YouTube, just, you know, some music before we head out and an ad comes up and it's like a Tennessee state type ad. Like it's you know specifically for us, basically just, these people going about doing their <clears throat> everyday things. You know, they're in bars, they're in restaurants, um, they're bowling, uh, they're, they're with their family inside. And the main message was, you know, hey, we, we're going to continue to live our lives, but we're going to do it responsibly. You know, and it's them putting a mask on. And that's pretty much the end of the commercial. And I was like, wow. And I remember looking at the other two and going, dude, that's, that's the best damn commercial I've ever seen for coronavirus in my life. Like, how is that not the message we're sending to every, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, we gotta, obviously talk change a little bit. You gotta be more responsible, put a mask on, but like we can live our lives instead. It's small businesses are closing down, which is just an absolute no go. Yeah. So I think your, your point is like, Hey, why isn't everybody, having this mentality, taking this, you know, point of view where right it's now, not I mean, total lockdown. Correct. Like it feels like, you know, we've been given little, little responsibility where, you know, talking to like children, you know, yeah. you're on lockdown, can't do anything. And it was like the first ad where I was like, damn, they're treating us like adults. You know What's what I mean? it like can... in Tennessee right now? Like our business is still open in, indoors and are things pretty normal or not really? I would say you could describe Tennessee with that commercial pretty well. Maybe a yeah. little less mask wearing, as okay. the commercial would state. Um, but but I, you can still go to a restaurant, get a drink, get a haircut, go to the gym, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. I can I can pretty much do everything I need to. Just you know, be more responsible about it. Quite um, the opposite uh, of up here right now. Yeah, especially right now. <laughs> yeah. What's it, so? What's it like at the moment up there? Um, well, right now we're pretty much in like a modified, I think, I think Ramondo pause, right? Yeah. Well, it's a pause. It's like, uh, I heard modified phase two, which is kind of bullshit because it seems a lot like phase one at this point, like gyms, 
I think salons, I think, I think salons are open, but like gyms, um, severely decreased capacity for um, indoor dining. I think it's down to like 25% or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I've heard of several restaurants just on like seeing on Instagram or just from like word of mouth that they've already decided that either they're, they've like they've already closed or they're closing like right before the holiday season until further notice. Like they're just trying to get as much as they can out of this month as they possibly could. And then they're closing up. So it seems a lot like May, like late April, early May of this year. It's feeling, it's definitely reverting back to what it was at one point. We're not, we're not like full lockdown, obviously, but as Jared put it, it's more of a pause than like an official like lockdown. So what do you guys uh, think like do you think that what chris is saying is, like has truth to it that that's not really the messaging and that it's more you know restrictive and punitive or do you feel like maybe that that kind of messaging is more widespread no i haven't seen that type of messaging anywhere and i think honestly dude, like that's what people need to hear at this point like i, I don't know one person who I would trust with any responsibility who's now like buying what the politicians are saying of we've got to shut down and get our numbers under control as all these politicians are taking vacations and eating out behind their back and all of that. Like I think people are just fed up with the bullshit and like fed up with not having a choice. So I, I think wholeheartedly like that should be the message. Live your life and take and be responsible for you and for others. Like I think it should be as simple as that. If only it yeah. was. And, and I, and speaking of commercials, Chris, it's funny you bring that up. Cause I saw a commercial yesterday while I was watching the football games and it was the first time I've ever seen this. And it was a Rhode Island based commercial. And it was pretty much like it would have someone advertising like a, like a cruise or a vacation of some kind. And then in like the middle of the sentence, there's like, just like you hear like a, eh, and then like it goes to some other screen and it's like, do your part, Rhode Island. Don't, you know, it pretty much saying like, don't leave your home, right, don't right. leave your area. And they had like several other commercials that were very similar to that. Like ones with restaurants in the background. <laughs> so literally the virtually the opposite commercial that yeah, Tennessee I is putting it. out there. And it was the first time I've seen it. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like talk about, talk about, you know, politics influencing you know uh the the advertising of covid so that i'm funny you brought that up because that was the first thing i thought of yeah i mean that couldn't have been more polarizing just stay home and then over here hey enjoy yourselves that's refreshing i would love to see a commercial like that. it was refreshing that's honestly like when it caught me by surprise that's when i knew i was like okay this is this is clearly something that i don't think too many people have seen or have been like hey like that's going on because all three of us were genuinely like wow this is, that was this great. Is, and this is the messaging on December 3rd that you get from MSNBC. Last night. I know you may have seen quotes from it, but we finally got the document itself. And this is the top of the new recommendations from the COVID task force at the White House to public health officials in the states. It says this. If state and local policies do not reflect the seriousness of the current situation, all public health officials must alert the state population directly. Look at this language. 
it must be made clear that if you are over 65 or have significant health conditions, you should not enter any indoor public spaces where anyone is unmasked. Due to the immediate risk to your health, you should have groceries and medications delivered. If you are under age 40, you need to assume that you became infected during the Thanksgiving period if you gathered beyond your immediate household. Most likely you will not have symptoms. However, you are dangerous to others you must isolate away from anyone at increased risk of severe disease. You must get tested immediately. The COVID risk to all Americans is at a historic high. The national daily COVID incidence after Memorial Day was fewer than 25,000 new cases a day. Now it is more than 180,000 new cases a day. And in fact, today it's even higher than that. The task force continues, quote, COVID inpatients then, meaning in the spring, hospitalizations in the spring, were fewer than 30,000. They are now more than 90,000. And in fact, tonight, they're more than 100,000. Did I read you, Maddow? Yeah. We are in yeah, it sounds like she's very crying. dangerous. Yeah. So my thing when I listened to that was, again, kind of like Chris was saying, where they're talking to you like children because... Is that not the 100,000th time we've heard those words? That if you're over 65, you shouldn't be going indoors if you're at risk for this virus, which the, the at-risk population is clearly defined as elderly and you know pre-existing conditions, that you should stay away from indoor gatherings. Yeah, and that it's a broken record. Wear a fuck, you know what I mean? It's like, that's not working. The way that comes off it just is not working and 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 like you're also saying things that every who's not doing that at this point but but also some of those comments are kind of extreme if you're under 40 you have to assume you have covid because you celebrated thanksgiving yeah like that's kind of ridiculous yeah i I agree and And there's a lot of people who are abiding by that principle which is pretty wild these people are squids like like the guy who uh who accosted me in in the gym. Right. Yeah. That scolded me. That's the guy. He's the one that's like, I have to assume that I have, I'm carrying this and everyone around me is carrying it. It's because they watch that shit over and over again and it gets to their head. Yeah. I, like, it, I, I work a lot with engineers at work because most of my team is engineering. And these people who are like scientific based, I think are probably similar, like the CDC people, dude. They are so risk averse in by the book. Like I, you, you witness it just in the way like they conduct themselves and talk. Like they refuse to say something that they know is that they don't know is a fact. They only are saying like stats, unarguable things. That's the way they like their engineering science brain works. And I think that's why that's, this is what we hear from the CDC. All we hear is like the absolute worst case scenario. This is what we need to do. No right. reason whatsoever. No right. logic, every, no inference every, skills. Right. Every ad or everything on the news is like a fear tactic. Like, yeah. dude, look how bad this is. Well, I think the other part of that is that that drives ratings and MSNBC, they want you glued to that screen and sitting there sweating because that's more money in their pocket. All right. I mean, my dad will admit he's watched more CNN in the last nine months than he has in the past decade. God bless him. We got to get him out of the house. He's watched more news in the past nine months than the past decade. I think a lot of people say that. That's not good. To hear yeah, the I mean, same information over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, I, I they just say the same thing. And that was kind of my yeah. point was like, yeah, no shit. Like, everybody knows the deal now. It's just, you know, pe- some people are going to choose to, if you're, dude, like I see 
70, 80-year-olds on planes when I go on planes. I see them in restaurants. Like, they should be allowed to do that if they so choose. Dude, if, if I was 90 years old and I just lived a fucking life and I got two years left if I'm lucky, five years left if I'm lucky, you think fucking Rachel Maddow is telling me how I'm living my last five years? Absolutely right. not. Or, or, or Fauci, right? Like, you'd be like, dude, appreciate it. Don't fucking care. Like, yeah. I, I accept the risk. Yep. There's an assumption of risk. I'm okay with it. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do it responsibly, right? Like Chris said, like that's, I think that need that of course needs to be a part of it. It's like, Hey, let's just, you know, do the things we, we love to do. Let's throw a mask on and continue to roll with it. Now, you know, the thing is though, is like we said last time, you know, maybe two episodes ago, what do you do when the health system uh, is getting overrun? And you know, I think or, we're probably pretty close to that. Yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely a part of me that is skeptical about like all the reports about bed shortages. I, I just, I don't know. It, I, it just seems overwhelming to me. Well, I, Rhode Island already had people in the field hospital like a week ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, it's true, but, but Rhode Island, Adam, what was the stat? They were like, I think the highest per capita rate in the country highest, right now. Highest per capita positivity or, or high, yeah, most cases per capita. And again, it's Rhode Island. So it's, well, obviously it's skewed a little bit, but. No, you, you want know. to know why? Who tests the most out of every state in the country? Is it Rhode Island? Uh, Rhode Island's Rhode Island. near the top or the top. Oh, wow. It's number one. Number one. Okay. Yeah. So, like, of course, nobody will mention that. You know, no, because there's no, there's I, no reason. I, being obviously, here. a higher positivity rate is just showing what we all assume, right? That more people have it than test positive for it. Like, no shit. So, obviously, the more people you test, the more you know likelihood there is for positive cases. So, it's still wild to me that Rhode Island is still at the top of that list, though. It's almost weird, dude, because like it's we very don't know weird. anybody who's like getting sick, and like you hear these news yeah. and. Like it's critical news and all this is going on, but you look around and things still seem normal. Sounds like we got a little conspiracy theory going on, Mo. Ah, I love Ruined. a good conspiracy theory. Chris, I had a question for you just because, you know, you said like you guys went out, you know, after seeing that commercial and whatever. Like back back to what we were, we've all been, or what Ty's been reiterating is the responsible part. Like you can go out, live your life as long as you're being responsible. Would you say that people in, around where you are are being responsible for the most part? Obviously, there's going to be some out, some outliers, but would you say that most people are being responsible? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it's at least over 50%, um, so more than not. But, I mean, in regards to, like, for example, when we went to the Titans game, that stadium is obviously outside. Right. Um, no, no indoor, it's not closed or anything like that, so... I honestly thought we were going to get to our seats and just kind of have your mask off just because the nature of being outside, you can get away with it a little bit easier. Um, but I was shocked to see how many people did, you know, of course there was the people who had it just below their nose yeah. and you know, that happens every time it's tough to get away with that. But overall I was pleasantly surprised to see how many people were doing it um, and shocked to see um, some of the like security just, balls to the wall going to people and be like dude put it on or get out really we, we saw it was <laughs> the funniest thing we saw a person in front of us didn't have a mask on guy came up put a mask on he was like all right i will goes away comes back 10 15 minutes later 
he's like dude you never put a mask on he goes yeah i don't have one he goes well you can wear this face shield or get out so he, he now provided is like him with a face shield <laughs> he's now wow. wearing a face shield over like his like backwards hat and he just looks like an idiot he's like so andy, andy reed andy reed oh style. my god literally he just the uh, perspiration in the mask just coming down <laughs> so funny so yeah you can't go in anywhere right around there you can't go into a store and there's people without masks right uh i mean correct but like i would say i definitely see a person like if i go into walmart i definitely see like one or two people that just that, not that's what masks. i mean right is so i would just the, kick the them right vast... in the face they no, got so fucked up it's man. like whatever dude like that's the vast majority 97 percent of people are wearing masks so it's the principle what, that bothers me it's that I know, you but, think you, you right, matter more than we do i mean no, dude, i i, I care about i mean for me it's like I, I you know i take code seriously to a degree and i wear my mask but it's like in that situation I just don't want to be an asshole. Yeah, it's yeah. being an asshole. I'm not going to yeah. be that yeah. guy, dude. Like, come Again, on. It's you, we're wearing the mask for everybody else around us. It doesn't right. do anything for us, really. I mean, Correct. we're very little. So it's, it's for everyone else. But, right. you know, so, when you get, like, preached still on December, you know, 8th to wear a mask, save lives. It's like, right. how effective are these masks? Or... um the the virus is spreading not in public places where people are coming in and out or else we would know about it they would contact Grayson yeah. and say all these positive cases are stemming back to you know restaurants in the nashville area right or you know this bar had a massive outbreak you know it would be a news story so and that's the challenge with not having anybody looking at this objectively and like talking to us like adults of here's why we're doing what we're doing. Here's the data driving it. No politicians. Right. So you're, you're like shutting that. down businesses because people are gathering in their homes and spreading it there. Yeah. Uh, so this, this lady who has a patio at her restaurant should lose her <laughs> livelihood. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to play that because I'm glad you brought that up because again, like when you, I, I think when you especially put like a, a face or like a video, you know what I mean, to a problem like this, like it, it, it makes and you it, see it, yeah, ten feet, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so where did I have that here? I think it was yep, this one right here. So this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. If you go to my page, you can see all the work I did for outdoor dining, for tables being seven feet apart, and I come in today because I'm organizing a protest and I came in to get stuff for that. And I walk into my parking lot and obviously Mayor Garcetti has approved this. And you're looking has at approved four like massive tents. This in wedding size tents. Yeah, wedding size tents. This being set up for, for a movie company. Just tables upon tables upon tables. Yep. I'm. So that woman is now completely fucked. And the mayor of that city, where is she? Los Angeles. The mayor decides to make an exception for, for a movie company for Hollywood right in front of her. 
in her parking lot, dude. Like, this is what I mean. Like, th- that's why that shit fucking matters. All this hypocrisy matters because yeah. if these politicians believed in what they were saying, then they wouldn't be doing this shit. If Gavin Newsom actually thought it was going to kill people by going out to a restaurant with 20-something other people, he wouldn't have done it. If Andrew Cuomo thought bringing his 89-year-old mother over for Thanksgiving was going to kill her, he wouldn't have done it. But they did. And they're telling you not to. Did Cuomo so, really have his mother over for Thanksgiving? I think no, they ended up, he ended up changing his plans because, because of people you found know, out. public opinion. Exactly. Yeah. But He's such still. a snake. He He's is. a scumbag, dude. He's they all like, are. Fucking scumbag. And there was an article that was written that was more up to date, like about, you know, pretty much titled like because of public backlash, you know, Cuomo cancels family plans. And like the first half was just like facts and stuff. And the second half of the article was like pretty much like a, meant to be like a sob story for the Cuomo family. Like oh, there's a sentence about like said Cuomo, you know, had to deal with a lot of tears from his daughters and his grandmother. And then like the grandma wasn't told right away. Like they made, they made a big point to mention all of this stuff for us to have like a sob party for fucking Cuomo. The same but, guy who fucking is di- as directly responsible for lives as anybody walking the earth right now. And is writing COVID, a book about it. As far as COVID is concerned, wrote a book about it, sold 11,000 copies, won a fucking Emmy. And this is, and then this is yesterday, him doing a little appearance, TV appearance with uh, none other than Fauci. I think your voice on saying that the vaccines are safe uh, would be important. I said that as soon as uh, the vaccine is deemed ready and safe, I'll be the first one to take a vaccine. Uh, maybe we enlist you. I'll do it with you. We'll do an ad telling New Yorkers it's safe to take the vaccine to, uh, to you know, put us together. We're like the uh, modern day uh, De Niro and Pacino. You can be which whenever, whichever you want. You can be the De Niro or Pacino. <laughs> Fauci and Cuomo, I'll give you a friend. Who who do you want to be, De Niro or Pacino? I mean, like... Cringe, man. Cringe. It's it's disgusting. Can you imagine sitting at your empty restaurant, knowing you're going into debt, struggling to put food on the table right now, and seeing that video on your phone as you're waiting for customers? After you had seen the video that we played the other week of him saying it's all self-imposed. Yep. You idiots. And he's you sitting there laughing about a TV idiots. commercial. Yeah, if you didn't eat the cheesecake, you wouldn't be fat. You fucking idiots. I, I just, I can't stand these people. That's why, I mean, they, yeah. they, they're, they've, created, they've created all the tension. Right? Wouldn't you agree with that? By, by, by imposing these the measures and then... Be, because well, we're saying don't close shit down you're not helping anything by doing this i almost feel like we're the silent majority right now though like you don't hear anybody in mainstream media using a voice of reason and having that conversation of we have to give these people a fighting chance i mean i bet you you see it on fox but i don't i don't fucking watch fox yeah i don't watch it either they spend they probably spent more time talking about you know Trump. Oh, Trump still got a glimmer of hope. <laughs> so this is a Supreme um, Court case today, something yeah, like that. Has yeah. that been officially decided yet? I think they just yeah. dismissed it immediately, right? Okay. He's filed yeah. 38 cases, and they've all got dismissed, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> Not one of them even saw a judge. That's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think it's 
the tension is caused by them imposing these measures um, and then telling you to do one thing, doing another, and not acknowledging the fact that they're wiping out. I mean, uh, listen to this, these fucking stats. This was fucking crazy when I saw this. So um, 10,000 of American restaurants are expected to close in the next three weeks. Already, 17% of American restaurants have permanently closed this year. I, I believe it. 17% already. Think about it. One to two out of 10, easily. I mean, that's insane to me. And these, I don't think these people do enough to acknowledge that and try to help. And obviously, like, we'll get into it in a bit, but, you know, fucking Congress doesn't give a fuck. It's all just a shell game oh, to them. It's all just a political fucking game. It's disturbing. It's, it's the continued decimation of working class America. I think it was hard enough to survive in working class America pre-COVID. Now, dude, you're fucked. Right. You're fucked. Right. Like those, bi- those business owners that now need to all of a sudden try to find a stable job in corporate America. And climb out. And, and usually they're in these jobs because they don't have degrees and things like that. Right. You don't open a restaurant because you have a college degree and climb the corporate ladder. Right. And, and corporate America can be so blinded and jaded that, you know, they, they won't hire the, you know, business owner of 15 years that's, you know, ran a successful business. Instead, they'll hire the kid out of college that yeah, easily. You know, just got a four year degree. Yep. <laughs> that's me. Um, it's depressing. Just, it's nuts. Yeah. Chris, did you think about any um, open-ended stuff for us? Any hypotheticals? Um, Were you able to think of one? Yeah, I mean, I thought of one. It's not the best I've come up with, but we'll roll with it. Um, So we're going to say, you know, no vaccine comes out, right? Just never find a vaccine. Doesn't work. You know, do we, does America become just China where we now wear masks every day? You know, Mo's worst fear. Or does it become a survival of the fittest and people, you know, cases start going up because, uh, you know, they continue to uh, and the death rate rises until it goes down. Good question. I mean, luckily, we'll never have to worry about that because yeah. there, there are like four vaccines that vaccine currently <laughs> is working. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean, that would be wild. I think it would just be, I mean, eventually with the no vaccine, we're all probably going to get it at some point. If we yeah, it would be just herd immunity. Develop the immunity, <laughs> herd immunity, baby, and we're yeah. good. So I would just knows? go start kissing strangers. I'd say, let's of, get this over with. Unfortunately, a lot of people may die because of it, but unfortunately, with no, vac- with no vaccine, uh, that, that's the breaks, I guess. And I, right, I we, think the government would try and turn it into China. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. In every yeah, way yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. We'd be but sucking off that teat. People it have been wearing super- masks in China since... I don't think oh, yeah, dude. 2000s. In Asia, people always wear masks. Oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's a common thing. But it has been super interesting, a glimpse into more socialist uh, governments, like talking to a lot of my international coworkers. Like, I was talking to a guy in Germany this week, um, and I was explaining like the current predicament of small businesses being forced to shut with no aid. He's like, yeah, like the small state I'm in in Germany, they gave small businesses $800 million in aid with the recent shutdown, and that was just his state. It's like all these other more socialist governments, like you can say what we want about socialism. It definitely has its downside, but they're not leaving their people high and dry right now. We're the only country who's doing that. 
Yeah. The no, only you can, country. You definitely can't argue that. Um, I mean, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, it's just, it's crazier because of like, you know, we see it happening. Like it, it's, you know, a, a blessing and a curse of America is I think, you know, the blindfolds taken off a little bit more yeah. in our political uh, arena, more so than, you know, in foreign nations. So, you know, these people are constantly on TV, you know, or constantly able to react to, to what they're doing and what they're not doing. And it's just crazy to see it play out the way it has with like the whole no stimulus. And while we're at the same time watching, you know, businesses shut down left and right. Yeah. Like businesses yeah. that we know, like think about all the restaurants in Boston that are famous yeah. that we've gone to. You know what I mean? I'd imagine there's businesses we've gone, you know, gone to uh, and patroned in Rhode Island that are closed. Uh, and it's like the Eddie's already because... closed indefinitely. You've been to the Eddie before. Yeah. yeah. So actually, yeah. So the Eddie's closing at the end of December, but okay. they, they are planning on closing indefinitely. Bayberry. We were talking about that, Jared, like yeah. we were there. We've been there several times, especially. In yeah, the that's right. So it's a bummer. I even saw like, obviously this is like a little dramatized, but a lady who owns a restaurant in Cambridge posts like, okay, maybe we can break even through the winter, but like, do we really just want to fucking run like this sterile restaurant environment with 25% capacity in a silent restaurant and then like doing takeout? Like, that's not why we got into this business at all. Like it sucks for us too, as business owners, even to have to come to work every day and see our restaurant we built our entire lives empty and silent and not to mention not making any money because of that yeah like, that's yeah. basically just keeping them like from owing money i think yeah. it's just like, that's like basically you said best the case lights on best case scenario they break even yeah and i, th I think her yeah. point was like even when we are breaking even it's not like we're enjoying coming to work every day no, at this that point. sounds off definitely not yeah so if if you're a politician then Chris and your state's being overrun and you know the hospitals are at capacity what do you do then do you still run that ad I mean yeah you have to I just don't feel like this way of hiding in our house can continue um, and obviously it has for quite some time so who knows if they could continue to but um Build more hospitals, create the outside thing like we've done before and, you know, having all those things set up. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I, I think that's the way to go. Just continuing to have business open. And I think that's the only way for the economy to turn around. Uh, and overall, I think that's also very important. And I think something else, Chris, like you say, build more hospitals. I guess the only counter to that would be where are we going to get the health professionals to you know, man those field hospitals if we keep expanding that. I'm not saying I know the answer, but like Jesus, I mean, oh, right. like these people are, are are working these long shifts days in a row at a time and they're, they're, they're being strung along as as far as they possibly could be. I wonder where they're going to get the assistance for like a, like numerous field hospitals to be set up in, in states like Rhode Island because as we're met, you know, we're talking about, you know, the all the positive tests we have. I don't know right. what the answer to that is. I mean, I guess it's, obviously uh, hiring more people, but Jesus Christ, sure. I mean, there's only so many people out there. The only thing I've even, cause like uh, somebody asked me that question before I was just, you know, talking about this similar situation. And the only thing I come up with was it's a hell of a hands-on experience. If anybody in college wants to come in and help, 
if they want to volunteer. That's quite an internship. (laughs) Right. I mean, obviously you have to decide to do that and you're not going to be just chosen, but I mean, that's an opportunity. You get your foot in the door. You're getting that job absolutely over anybody else who didn't volunteer. I would say between that and just people who, like you said, just volunteers, people who like feel that courageous and want to, you know, be out there helping these people. I mean, you know, God help them, but I, I hope we don't have to get to that point. Right. Right. That's definitely not the best answer, but it's no, I, I know yeah. there, there is no yeah. right answer. I like, we're all, all like Jared said, we're all fucked. Like this is this like there's, there's no way to get around it. Yeah. I mean, that would be my answer too, is just invest in the healthcare infrastructure. Like a lot, of it is, a lot of it isn't, you know, there are some staffing issues, but a lot of them is just number of ICU beds. So it's like, you're telling me we can't, you know, in this day and age, fucking 2020, you can't turn around a bed into an ICU bed. You know, you can't do that in the right. wing of a hospital in a week. Like, that's my Hospitals thing. don't want to lose money. That's what they already said. That, well, they, don't, they won't stop elective surgeries. And, and I understand that. Um, but I think that is something that the government could and should easily regulate and be able to provide relief to. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Right? Yeah. Because, like, you know, it's hard to do. Uh, you know, we, we saw it to distribute wealth to, you know, individual Americans, yeah. uh, local businesses, right? I mean, we saw the, the problems it can cause. So, I mean, there are probably, you know, a fraction, you know what I mean, of hospitals compared to businesses that would need help, right? So, yeah. Like, why, why? And again, this brings me to like, we're four fucking dummies. Well, why, why can we come up with these ideas and no one else can? Like, or at least tell us, you know, talk, why can't they talk about why these other options aren't available? Right. Give me a have... reason why ever the, the reason everyone's thinking why we've work. never heard this discussion be had anywhere ever, at least that I, you know, and I right. think we pay attention to a decent enough amount where nobody's asking the question, why can't we invest money into these hospitals to, you know, ramp them up and create more ICU beds that are needed. I mean, you know, Trump famously touts, right? I mean, the ventilator issue is solved, right? We were able to turn that around. we have thousands sitting in a fucking room (laughs) not being used. Yeah, I mean, so that's my my thing. It's just baffling that, you know, we're able to, you know, four four guys who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about are able to come up with, you know, what, what I, at least what I think is like a very sound, reasoned, rationed idea. And there's, the I'm sure conspiracy there's a theory, dude. Yeah. Government never actually did care about us after all. Yeah. They never actually cared to help. They just cared about making them and their special interests richer and more powerful. And all, right. all of these ideas, like the Tyler, like, Ty, like what, what you're talking about, Chris, Mo, all of it stems off of funding, right? I mean, it, it stems off of federal relief, which we have yet to receive any of that, at least not recently. It doesn't look like things hey, are going we, much we better. Hey, we got $1,200 prorated 11 months ago that's got to count for something yeah right? you're right if we you can parcel, live off that for 11 we months parceled that up a little bit yeah um, you could you could buy a can of beans a day yeah and it just like you know it, and even if even if these like smaller bills were passed to aid specific things but the problem is and and, and that and this is the way it goes with all bills people try to you know piggyback on top of these bills to get their own legislation passed and then the whole thing falls through becomes too heavy to go even go the pass through so simple things that would be common sense to pass through are never going to get through because everyone has their own agenda, which is why we're sitting here still, what, four or five months ago? It was, it was it three months ago. We were talking about 
It was end of July. Like, everything expired at the end of July. <laughs> right. And, but like, yeah, so we were talking like, I think we were joking like, oh, there's no way it goes past the ne- like next week, right? And yeah, we all like maybe laughed. two, three weeks. Here we are. It's almost Christmas. And we're no still closer, having this conversation. Dude. No closer. And the government's well, on the verge ba- of Yeah, down. technically no closer. I mean, I, I, man, I hope. I heard, you know, there's reports flying around, stories flying around about Trump not you know, uh, buying more doses of the vaccine when they were offered from. Yeah, that, that was big that, news today. Yeah. Dude, like, if that's true, like, that's mind-boggling. And that doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah, to me at all. That's fucked up. Right, what, what I heard, and I, I get from the business perspective, I think Pfizer was like, hey, dude, we want a blank PO. And they were saying, like, hey, man, we're not giving you a blank PO until we know this thing works. We're not just going to get, you know, give you, well, they already are giving them bazillions of dollars, but not bazillions more. But they fucked up because then Pfizer went and got every other country in the world to buy that stock. <laughs> yeah. So and now, now they like said Pfizer's going to have the spot. first, whatever, 100 million for the U.S. So that's 50 million people. And then we're not getting more till July from Pfizer in the U.S. Yeah. Actually, you, there's you know, the other ones. Thank God. Yeah. 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 I think, is it is it Pfizer's vaccine that's going through that, like, that four-state te- uh, four test trial? Yeah, that's the the one Rhode Island's like a yeah. guinea pig for or whatever. Texas too, I believe. Yeah, Ty. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yep. Chris. I don't think Tennessee's on there. <laughs> you guys just gotta wear your mask and live your life. Exactly. Live your life, man. <laughs> we know what's up down here. Um, before uh, before you guys kick me off, um, what's on the uh, what's on the rest of the pod for the day? Any just politics? Is the next couple topics? Uh, we're gonna shit on Nancy Pelosi in a second. <laughs> And also Mitch McConnell, and then we'll move on from that topic. Um, and then we've got a little pop quiz for Adam. Ooh, excited for that. Um, Do I get a hint as to what it is, or are you just going to ask me random questions? No, I mean, I'll introduce it as a theme. There will be a theme okay. to it. Um, okay. I've got, a, uh, I've got a breaking news story in the movie industry, if you'd like me to uh, share. Give the uh, listeners something else to listen to. Yeah. Dude, what are you talking about? They love hearing us talk about politics. (laughs) Um, I'm assuming you guys heard that, like, Warner Brothers announced their entire, like, 2021 lineup released on HBO Max the same day they get released in theater. Yeah, pretty crazy. Like, unbelievable. Death of the movie theater right there. Seriously. Are we going to have to just, like, pay for it on HBO Max? No, all included. No. Yeah, I was going to say all included. Wow. Christopher Nolan, who's worked with Warner Bros. since 2002, back like when he made Insomnia, um, like came out and said uh, this, quote, some of industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie, movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. <laughs> like just absolutely calling out Warner Brothers, making an absolutely stupid decision uh, I mean, there's some humongous movies that oh, yeah, are going huge, to just go right to HBO Max. Like, that's going to affect actors, the directors pay, all that. Yeah, crap. like, how does that trickle-down happen? That That's why he's pissed, because all I those know. guys are paid a percentage of movie tickets. Right, of say. course, of yeah. course. Well, I then, mean, if I'm them, I, I say, dude, I'll burn your place to the ground if you don't pay me that same percentage for every fucking stream. Right, right. So, um the first one to do it is Wonder Woman 84 come up on yeah. Christmas Day. Um, and they, they I, don't, I don't know who actually, I don't know if that's a Warner Brothers production, but um, 
Patty, Paggy Jenkins, I want to say, is the director, and Gal Gadot both um, were confronted about, you know, it happening, going to HBO Max, and they were like, yeah, as long as you pay me my full quota. Yeah, right, like, like, I don't give a shit sh- what you do. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Dude. I bet those people never even watch those movies that they make. Right, right. I mean, dude, uh, Matrix 4, Dune, that's a huge movie. The Mary Saints of Newark, that, like, Sopranos-style uh, movie that's coming out so there's some big things that are going to have king kong versus godzilla or something like yep. that. yeah yeah that's list. oh i can't <laughs> wait that's a, that. yeah that's adam's <laughs> yeah, his ears just perked up on that one yes yeah, so, i mean like do movie theaters become you know the next cable tv like do do they follow i think, I think they become the, the next companies? blockbuster dude i mean yeah i don't see how I mean, unless that would you know, be Warner terrible. Brothers is the only. Yeah, that, that would that would suck if movie theaters went under. It, it would. I mean, yeah. I, I don't go to the movie for everything. Now, don't get me wrong. If everything, I mean, I'm going to watch most of those movies right on my bed. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go to the theater. But, like, there is something about the theater experience that I think is important. Dude, $15 popcorn, $10 sodas. I mean, you the can't best. beat that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, I live for that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they they were already enjoy... suffering. They were right so before yeah, COVID, time, you know. Dude, right. Yeah, they, they, they need a serious pivot. Like they got to. They they all started to do the alcoholic drinks, though. I think that helped. And that like nice cool. recliners. Yeah. Cool. Like yeah. maybe small movie theaters will survive, like ones that have like five, six studios, and maybe you just show big ticket movies. Showcase. Them, How are they going to get through the next year, though? Well, they're going to have to cut deals knows, with dude. like Warner Bros. or something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know what that deal will entail, but like that's that can that's the only way. Yeah, I mean, I survives. guess you can you can get everybody that doesn't have an HBO subscription to, to still go, maybe. But right, the AMC I mean, there is movie only... theater near me is still closed, never opened. I mean, well, Cinemark and... is huge down here. I think their headquarters is down here, and I mean, I haven't seen a car in their parking lot or in any of the movie theaters around here, you know, in fucking forever. Right, yeah. and shockingly, AMC Theater came out and backed. Warner Bros. or whoever uh, allowed, you know, Wonder Woman 84 to be released on Christmas Day for HBO Max, they were like, yeah, no problem. We're all about it. So they uh, must have some type of deal contract already in place with them. So maybe it, maybe it was happen. maybe it was some negotiation where Warner Brothers was like, hey, we're taking all this direct. And then AMC was like, all right, well, let's figure out a way to do movie theater release and HBO Max. Right, studios must get way less of a percentage now on tickets. You know what I mean? Like yeah. deals like that have to change if if they're going to survive. Which, like Ty said, I don't know if they're going to. Yeah. So. Crazy that times. It's the, the movie industry 101 going on over here. Right. All right. Anything else for us before you uh, take off? Any feedback on on the show in general? Uh, no, it's going good. I enjoy hearing you guys talk. Did you um, listen to the last episode? Yeah, I forget what it was called. I saw the um, – it was like one hand, two in the <laughs> bush the or something like bush, that. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Um, Mo, I don't know. You got to smoke or something. I need some I need some deep thoughts. I don't smoke, man. I don't smoke he's been, anymore. He's been getting retired forever. Then you're just going to have to get wicked drunk and hit me with something random. <laughs> uh, Mo drunk would be good. We got to do a drunk cast again soon. I know. Yeah, that, that Dude, was I gotta bring cast. my, I gotta bring my. Yeah, bike. bring your shit. Yeah, and we'll try holiday. to find a way to. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. You gotta do it when you're home. The holiday special. I mean, you can't the take first. two weeks off. <laughs> In studio recording. Let's go. 
Maybe at the Waffle House. Oh my God. So I was tell, about tell, to tell say, Chris what you have to do, Jared. Well, it's still between me and Tealy, dude. Both of our games are coming down to the wire. Oh, God. They're I both going to come down to well, tonight's game. His game's not coming down to the wire. It's your game, yours and mine, that's coming down to the wire. His, his, game his is decided. really close, too. Is Wasn't it that it? close? I thought he was no, blowing. I thought, yeah, I thought he was He's blowing him out. It's all up to so, you. It's all up let, to the Ravens. Let me double defense. check. When I looked yesterday, he, they were they were close after last night's games. All right. Regardless, he, he, he's what only are you up. To do? He's only up fourteen <laughs> points, and Tom has Amari Cooper tonight. And he oh, only, he, he okay. has the tight end from Dallas. All right. I, I thought it was I a mean, much. That, I thought yeah, it was a much bigger gap. That's gonna be but, a stretch. Dude, yeah. Amari Cooper's gone off for some big games, man. But fourteen the, points. All right. So tell Chris. Tell Chris before. So the, the loser of the fantasy league <laughs> this year has to do the Waffle House or IHOP challenge, which means you need to sit in an IHOP or a Waffle House for 24 hours without leaving. And the only way you get out is for every pancake or waffle you eat, you reduce an hour from your time. Oh, my God. So my options are either eat 24 waffles or sit there for 24 hours or somewhere in between. Dude, that's going to be hysterical. It's going to be awful. I couldn't do it with epic. waffles, dude, but I could do it with pancakes. Like, not eat 24 Slowly. of them. Slowly. I, I could, would I much eat. rather the punishment be an eating task. I mean, dude, like, do you guys have his on video? Because yeah. I have not seen Adam's stand-up routine. Oh, I should. Um... I have not watched it, Chris. I've never watched it. Oh, I need it. And I We're never selling watched. it to Netflix. You should get a special. <laughs> All this money getting thrown around on Netflix. I'm missing out. I should. Um... All right. So one of these episodes, when it when the episode opens, I'm just going to edit it so that it starts with Adam's set. And it'll yes. go through Adam's set. I mean, first. it's only it's only a six minute set. Like it's not long. Well, it felt like like an hour I felt like forever. <laughs> felt like an hour to watch too but it was only six minutes what did when you get some good that? chuckles yeah I got yeah some, like, i got i got some chuckles he, he but... started off high and then just went down from there yeah the first I, joke, I, I, my first joke was his best all I my what it was it but... was it was very front-loaded <laughs> and uh yeah but i was not the worst person there and they were oh i know right no did you you were middle of the pack yeah i i'll and i'll take that as a win yeah, definitely. I'm That's trying to um, be like me being a bronze medalist in the Special Olympics and being proud of it. Chris, so, just just ask uh, Chad and Glenna. They can tell you how it went. They were yeah, uh, they were there. They were they were there. Center. Yeah, they were. They, which made it even worse. That like I had a huge crowd. You Where invited was it? everybody you knew. There was it was literally a packed house. It was a I've never seen connection. that place more full. <laughs> No, <laughs> it, was, it was comedy connection, and I'm um, not even being facetious about that. Like, no, it was we went packed. and saw fucking. Tony Henchcliffe, it was not as packed as it was for Adam's <laughs> stand-up comedy routine. Yeah. And the worst part was, Chris, is that the more people you brought, the longer you would get for a set. And I did not know that. And I brought uh, the easily top three for, like, the most people. Right. And I was up there for one of the longest times. Oh, my God, dude. But if so, I had an eating challenge, I would, I would much rather be in an IHOP for 24 hours than do what I had to do. So Imagine would you rather shit. do... Go ahead. Huh? I was say, imagine the shit we're going to see in an IHOP for 24 fucking hours or in a yeah. Waffle House. We should pick Definitely. the Providence one. That's going to be the most exciting one. No, we're doing it up here because I'm going to bed <laughs> immediately after I do this. Well, let's just hope you don't have to do it then. Although I, I, kinda, I do huge hope you. game by Baltimore's defense. 
even if I, if, even if we don't do it, Tealy said he's going to do it in Rhode Island too. So we'll just do, go watch him do it. Yeah, that's true. Either way, we're going to get something out of it. But yeah. So what, when, when was that? That was like early. That was in January. Of what? Of 2019? Yeah, 2019. Adam, would you have rather done the Nugget Challenge again or a stand-up? Nugget Challenge. Because I don't have to prepare. That, that's the thing. I had True. to literally sit down and come up with material that I thought was funny and that was going to make other people laugh. In eating contests, I just sit down and do my thing. Man, were you yourself. reading off something, or were you just like – No, I memorized my – I mean, well, you'll have to watch the whole thing. I, I didn't right. read off of anything, but okay. it was a slow start. Let's just put it that way. What the fuck? Gotcha. Where is it? Well, if you don't have it, I, I do have it, so – I, right. I can find it and yeah, send that shit my way. I may or may not send it to you, Ty, because I don't know if I want it on there, but I'll send it. I don't give a shit. I haven't nah. watched it since. I haven't watched it once. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Um, it was 2018, you said? I thought 19. it was the end of the year because I was living in Newport still. Oh, so it is 20, January of 2018, I believe. Okay. I was still living in Newport. Nah, dude, it was 2019 because I had just started at Tulip. I remember I moved to Boston that weekend. Oh, all right. I'm, okay. Yeah, 2019. Then. I moved, I'm drove behind. down to Providence for the event, and drove back to Providence. Drove well, you back, could, back to Boston that night to sleep. You couldn't miss that. No, that was a long day. I can't believe I did miss that. Well, you'll be seeing a video soon. Well, the <laughs> holiday season is coming up. I don't know how much I'll see you during the holiday season, but – True. I'm sure we'll we'll get the video to you one way or another. You can enjoy it. Hold on. Tell Absolutely. me if you guys can hear this. <laughs> oh, this this video. Barely hear it. I can't barely. tell what it barely. is. <laughs> <laughs> Very little. That that was when uh, we were in Providence, Jared, and you were making a really funny face. Remember that? <laughs> Dude, you have the worst memory. You don't remember that? They, I, I remember. I don't remember what the face was, though. <laughs> like oh, I can't believe I don't have that video. I'll, it's, I'll, it's somewhere. I'll send, I'll send it to you. There's nine other people that could have the video, eight or nine. So thank God. We'll, we'll be fine. Thank God. All right. Well, thanks for joining, Chris. And uh, Pleasure. Yeah, we'll be sure to have you on again soon. Good seeing Absolutely you, Fer. Good to you, bud. Take care. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Later. Yeah, so that's definitely going to be played. Break I it up heard into it so long. Break it up into segments, and we can spread it spread it out in episodes. What should we live react to it? Sure. I mean, like I I'm and I'm not even joking when I say this. I think I remember like the first thirty seconds, and I don't remember anything I said. Uh, anything I said that night. I, just I remember deleted. balls and boxers and something about poop in the toilet. Yeah, that's I don't all remember. I remember. <laughs> I don't remember what yeah. it was exactly, but I deleted I was my like being entire a, being script. Being a teacher when you used to be a don't student. Be, don't be spoiling yeah, I don't, I'm don't, not going to remember don't exactly. Don't step on my toes here. Come on. I'm not going to remember toes. exactly what it was. It was something about pooping a toilet. That's all I Probably was, dude. I, I believe you. I, I don't really remember it at all. Hey, so. comedy is about real-life experience, right? And We know Adam shit seven times a day from <laughs> last episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, Mo. Who, you got to pick one. Who is more of a a villain right now? And and as we sit here, Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi? I have to pick one. You have to pick one. 
You have to sleep with the other. <laughs> That's really hard, dude. That's All right, you really don't have to hard. sleep with them, but you got to pick one. He's thinking. I'm thinking, audience. I'm thinking. I'll I'll, I'll just explain like my thought process. It makes <laughs> it so hard. Give the readers something to hear about. <laughs> the listeners. Um, the readers. So so I think if you look at Mitch McConnell, his stance throughout this entire thing has been: we're not even coming to the table to discuss anything of substance at all. No questions asked. Not worth our time. And Nancy Pelosi's has been shoot for the moon for something you know would never get passed, but it makes you look like a social justice warrior starting with $3 trillion down to $2 trillion, had a chance to make McConnell look like the bad guy by having the House and the President sign off on a $1.8 trillion package, but refused because she didn't want the President to look good, and now is supporting before today, a $900 billion stimulus, or stimulus package without personal stimulus checks. Oh, what? She, back, she backtracked today? Today, she said she supports her personal stimulus checks. Yeah. She's such a scum. Such All right, but go scum. on. Go on. And, and at this point, McConnell, still the only thing he cares about getting in a bill is, what did, he, what did they call it? Legal protection yeah, for corporations. Liability, yeah. liability yeah. protection. So complete, speaking of pardons and amnesty, complete legal amnesty for all corporations due to COVID lawsuits, which of course, I think there needs to be some protection. Yeah, right. But you, you cannot have like these chicken companies bringing everybody back to work with COVID, spreading it and people dying and then being totally off the hook. Yeah, and that's not necessarily priority 1A right no, now. No, no. <laughs> so so really. I, I guess ta- talking through those things, I'd have to pick Mitch McConnell. Because he is not even pretending to care about helping people. Where I think Nancy Pelosi will help people if it makes the Democratic Party look good. She's not doing it for the right reasons, but I think she'll do it. But she had a chance to and didn't. Because to her, making Donald Trump look bad was more important than the Democratic Party looking good. I guess it was, that's a bad way to put it. That was pretty much it. Donald Trump look bad was the same as making the Democratic Party look good in her eyes. Right. So, but Mitch would yeah. have passed that 1.8, right? No, he wouldn't. He would, he, they wouldn't even vote on it in the Senate. So what, so what was Trump just going to sign it through? Or? Floor. No, I thought they had, that was the, the agreement, right? And that's why it, this, this whole thing is being talked about now because that was on the table. She balked at it, said no. Right, that that was what the agreement came up to, one point eight trillion. Correct. We're going to agree if, she on would, if she would have said yes, it would have gone to the Senate floor, where you would have had pretty much all eyes on McConnell. And to that point, they said that they're not spending another penny above. I think it was three hundred fifty billion was what they had proposed. So she had a chance yeah, Manu- to make Mnuchin McConnell look agreed. On, agreed, and I think McConnell basically nodded that he would have passed that because that was the whole. You know, like she, she doesn't have to litigate and have a bipartisan bill through the House. They fucking passed a three point four million dollar bill through the House in in like you know a fucking day and a half because it's a majority Democrat. Yeah. So I think but, the but, whole negotiation is between House Democrats and Senate Republicans because it's all that, it's that all one over was between that. the White House and the House. 
I, I, I think that the idea was back then that this was a green light, the 1.8 trillion. Because otherwise, I don't know. what would I, it, what I, would it I, fucking I read... matter? What would it fucking matter? It would have been irrelevant. Nobody would have cared. If, if, if the idea was it's going to die on the Senate floor, no one would have cared. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. But either so way. It's, just, it's, it's essentially the same thing. They just did it for different reasons. Uh, McConnell, it was like some fucked up political ideology. And Pelosi, it was to beat Trump. Yeah. Which both are not good reasons for this thing not to have gone through <laughs> at all. For the not Americans all, that need help not to get it. And Take so, your pick. Both suck. Both should. Both yeah, should like get, the know, thing with McConnell is he, it's like I you never hear. I've never heard the guy speak. Like I don't have like you know sound what he sounds like. Make fun of like him and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'll give those guys credit for is they're just evil in the dark. You know what I mean? Like and uh, Democrats are in your face. And on the news, you know trying I mean? to look like heroes, right? When all the while they don't fucking care, they, they no, know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So I mean, Mitch McConnell, I mean, if you do hear him talk, it sounds like he's got marbles in his mouth. <laughs> it sounds awful. Give me a, your best best shot at an impression. Well, we're, we're really gonna work on passing stimulus in the House, but our top priority is protecting businesses, the lifeblood of our economy. Admiral Alex Akbar. Jones, or that was my Mitch McConnell. <laughs> um, and so, and the reason I prefaced it is because, I mean, if if Republicans were out there, you know, uh, spewing their their ideology all over, you know, Fox News, like I'm talking high profile Republicans, and I don't care about like low level people that no one gives a shit about, but you know, if McConnell was constantly doing interviews on Hannity and you know, having saying things that were easy for us to mock, I'd mock them. But, you know, he just is like this creepy guy who exists in the shadows, you know, and this is and Pelosi gets herself in these situations because she wants to be all these Democratic politicians in my mind want to be like Hollywood actors. They want to have in the spotlight. They want the spotlight. They want to have that fame. And so, you know, Pelosi was you know, numerous, numerous times, right, um, said, you know, we're only accepting $3.4 trillion, right? The Republicans, they don't know, you know, what's really happening to the American people, and we're the ones who do, and we're going to help them. We got to pass this, right? And so now she gets called out on it now that she's backing a bipartisan bill for less than a trillion dollars and without stimulus checks. Now she gets all upset, right, which is one of these clips, and then the other flat out admits that she did it to get President Trump out of office. Yeah. What, what, what has shifted now when they're on board with this piece that's come out of the Senate? Perhaps you missed what I said earlier. Joe Biden committed to ending and crushing the virus and having a Build a Better America initiative, Big Back Better, a vaccine answer to our prayers an answer to our prayers of 95 percent effectiveness in terms of pfizer and moderna and there may be others uh coming forward now that makes that is a total game changer a new president and a vaccine 
what on earth does Joe Biden being elected president have anything to do with what this woman was going to pass uh, as far as a stimulus relief bill? What, what was the exact wording she used that Joe Biden did when he got elected office? Hold on. He like wished something. Play the first like sentence again. Yeah. What, what, what has shifted now when they're on board with this piece that's come out of the sun? Perhaps you missed what I said earlier. Joe Biden committed to ending and crushing the virus and having right a there. Stop. Dude, that's all it took. You just have to commit to stopping the virus. I know, right? It's like those words are awesome, right? That's that's those, all we needed. Those are the uh, right. I mean, dude, I don't need a fucking vaccine. He's I just committed. know now that Joe Biden is committed to crushing the coronavirus. How? I don't know. You guys know? Nope. Haven't, Haven't heard it yet. He's going to ask people to wear masks for 100 days. Exactly. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. I, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Like, listen, listen to this. And this, this was, and it, like, like we said, like, we, we like Grandpa Joe. You know what I mean? He's a fucking harmless dude. But, and have a beer with him. Yeah. But, I mean, this is the second coming of Jesus Christ uh, as far as we've heard the last you know, month, month and a half. And, and this is the nation's leader. Like, th this is what everyone was waiting for. A couple of days ago, I spoke with school cross school crossing guard, a server, a restaurant owner, and a stagehand. Good people, honorable people, decent, hardworking Americans from across the country. It reminded me of my dad who lost his job in Scranton and eventually really got to hey. fucking go there. Hey, it's Joey. I'll wait for it, Adam. He used to say, you oh. heard me say it before, Joey, I don't expect the government to solve my problems, but I expect them at least to understand my problems. The folks I'm talking about, the folks out there aren't looking for a handout. They just need help. They're in trouble through no fault of their own. Nothing they did. Cause uh, them make to some have sense hours here cut, in a second, don't you worry. Hold job on. or drop out of the market. What they need, they need us to understand. We're in a crisis. We need to come oh. together as a nation. We need the Congress to act and act now. If Congress and President Trump fail to act by the end of December, 12 million Americans will lose their unemployment benefits they rely on. That's Merry terrifying. Christmas. Unemployment benefits allowing them to keep food on the table, to keep the lights on and the heat on, pay their bills. Emergency paid leave will end. Moratorium on evictions will expire. States will lose the vital tools they need to pay for COVID testing and public health. So I didn't hear any care to say about what the fuck he's gonna do about it that's yeah, just a lot of presidential jargon right there like that's uh, what i mean it's like yeah it's it's nice not to hear like the the trump rhetoric anymore you know what i mean but why is that any better who it's fucking only better cares if because it's not it. trump saying it right that's what i mean and it's that's just all like it comes oh down, it's dude. nicer words joey <laughs> i don't expect the government to solve my problems but I expect them to understand it. 
yeah, like, that okay, understanding. Okay, Joey, what the fuck does that do if the government <laughs> understands your problems but doesn't fucking do anything about them? Like that, that's what this guy's full of fucking nothing but words. Yeah. He's just he's just surprising. keeping he's just keeping the faith. And spreading it. He's spreading that faith. He's like, Yo, you're not getting a solution to your problem. But have faith that we understand. But let me just so you know, it. I understand what you're going through. So keep the faith that maybe one day we'll help you. <laughs> like, uh, Speaking of a plan, here's what Trump's not going to do. And instead, just <laughs> like, come on. And people are eating this shit up. Yo, I need you to be specific. What exactly are you going to do? Here's the deal. My dad told me, Joey, <laughs> Trump killed 250,000 people. I mean, and That's listen bad. to this, too. So this is from the woman that just told us that Joe Biden has a plan to crush the virus. And that's why she's prepared to take half of what she was going to take. Yeah. Well, when the mistake of having to accept half of a loaf months ago, when he said, I'm not going to accept half a loaf. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Now, don't, don't characterize what we did before as a mistake, as a preface to your question, if you want an answer. That was not a mistake. It was a decision, and it has taken us to a place where we can do the right thing without other, shall we say, considerations in the legislation that we don't want. Now, that is it. Now, th the fact is, I'm very proud of where we are. Jesus. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Well, what could you possibly you be proud about back. right now? Pat yourself on the back, Nancy. It, it's so sad. It's so sad. And, yeah. and they will never be held responsible for what they say, what they do. Never, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. Nothing fucking matters. It's depressing. I always end up depressed after these conversations. I mean, I don't. I love talking about it because it's just fucking crazy. It's just fucking crazy. I, I think the craziest thing for me out of everything that Biden said, which is just like, I don't think people realize the magnitude of yet. So he's not lying that if we don't pass stimulus, yeah, all, all right. unemployment extensions are gone. All eviction moratoriums are gone. Every benefit that people have, we are throwing gasoline kerosene and napalm on the fire if we don't do something and we let this shit expire at the end of the month right and it's all on imagine, those fucking dude? idiots it's all on unemployment fucking... i think is only supposed to last like six months or something like that right probably. yeah yeah so like, yeah i mean oh my god right? they, dude, they talked about happens... it on they talked about it on the, the clip you sent right they talked about yeah. it on rent apocalypse Soccer. yeah where you know people are going to owe on an average of just about six grand right and then you know, you think about interest and how much it, you know, takes to, to pay off debt. You know, this is going to set people back, you know, years and years and years. And even if and they, they keep their house. Right. And then they said, like, even if relief does come later on, it's not going to be the people. It's not going to be the renters that no, are. It'll, they'll bail out the It'll banks. be the landlords. Yeah. It'll be the landlords. And the not banks, me. Like, it'll be yeah. the big landlords. Yes. <laughs> not, not landlord Mo. Yeah. But Just I, I, I think... If we don't pass some serious stimulus, we're about to go into the Great Depression again. I think it'll still be rough even if we do pass stimulus, but it will stop something like that from happening. And hopefully we can bounce back over the next few years once the vaccine's distributed. But if we don't, dude, woof, it's going to be the vaccine's going to be the least of our worries. Well, just, just to calm your nerves, Mo. Even if we do end up in another Great Depression, at least we'll have fireside chats with Joey. 
to Ooh, get Joey. Those, they'll be consoling. <laughs> they'll be back in the I, basement. <laughs> I understand what your guys are, what you guys are going through. Okay. Just know, just know that. Just know that. Just, just I, I know you're it. not looking for a solution right now, even though you have no food on your table and your lights are off. You're just looking I understand. for me to say, I'm going to crush the virus. Yep. Crush it. I'm going to crush I'm, it, dude. Right. That sounds like a fucking Trump. Yeah. We're going to yeah. crush this. We're going crush to crush it. this virus. Crush it. And, and, and the crazy thing is, dude, he's 100% going to get credit for crushing this virus because he just happens to no, take presidency not. as the vaccines come no, out. No, he's not. Yes, he is, dude. By who? All of mainstream media is going to give is going to give Trump the credit. No, Biden. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Biden. Sorry. It was like, I was like, whoa, what, what changed the... here? What happened? <laughs> um, and he, yeah, did, he I mean, did absolutely nothing. No, he did help. absolutely nothing. Hey, he's going to get all hey, the credit. Jared, come on now. He asked people to wear a mask for a hundred days. Please, come starting on. in January. Starting when he's elected president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, that's got to count for something. It's a start. Please wear a mask. It's a start. Please. I, I, would, oh. I would start with that one, too. <laughs> oh, that's the extent God. of what he's done is tell people to wear a mask. And that he um, all right. Let's see here. What do you think, Adam? Are we ready for our, our quiz? So I had one thing before my random quiz that I have no idea about. Okay. I'll, um, get, I'll get it set up in the background here. Okay. So um, obviously, other than outside, outside the state of Georgia – Election season has wrapped up at this point. The presidential election has been decided, state-level elections, Senate, House, except Georgia, um, has been decided. So the numbers have finally come out, and um, they were showing some of the, like, like the total number of, of spending pretty much for you know, certain groups, certain individuals. So I just wanted to share some of these numbers with you and, um, and how they compare to other parts of the world. So the Georgia state run, Senate runoff, so, you know, because that election has not been decided yet, it'll be decided later, in, you know, next year in January. So it's coming up, um, which will obviously decide the fate of the Senate. Um, the Georgia runoff spent just under 400 million. And these are the runoffs. These, this isn't like, the, the, this isn't like the, the regular Georgia Senate election. This is just the runoffs, all the advertising money, political campaign funds, all that. That is equivalent to the GDP of Micronesia, which is a small island chain out in the middle of the Pacific, with, which has a population of 104,000 people. Now, that's just one. A little bigger than that. State-level candidates, okay? So just state-level candidates throughout the United States spent around $1.8 billion which is the equivalent to the GDP of Belize. So these are literally the Nick Kettles of the world. Yes. <laughs> That's what a state-level politician is. And the last one I'll give you, because there's several others, but these are just... Wait, what was the number? I missed it. 1.8 billion? 1.8 billion, which is the GDP of Belize, the country of Belize. And the last one, there's several others, but the last one, the 2020 elections in general, spent somewhere around $14 billion total. 14 billion. That is the GDP of the nation of Madagascar. So it just, it's and GDP and I know is that what for our listeners out there? Gross domestic product is just like the total, like of what is produced in a country, like the total value of the output, pretty much. Pretty much judging like the strength of your economy. So 
we are outspending small nations like Liechtenstein's on this list, Monaco, um, which again are not, yeah. you know, large countries. I'm not talking about Germany or Sweden or the UK or anything like that. We're outspending those countries. Yeah, but it, it just it just sheds light on you know. I think ever since 2012, I'm pretty sure legislation was passed that allowed the super PACs. Yeah, refer which is it's what Citizens United was that the Citizens United yeah. exactly. Yep, huge court case and pretty much determined that these political campaigns can spend literally as much, they can raise as much money, unlimited funds. Yeah. And there's no cap because before it was just regular packs and there were limits on what you could spend. And since 2012, it's just gone bonkers and we're spending more than what some countries have. So I'd love to know how much of that is coming from like actual people who make donations compared to corporations, you know, I would, I would guess, fractions small percentages Uh, if i had to guess because i think the maximum contribution a person can make is what two thousand dollars do you remember adam yeah so for packs it's like two thousand dollars for like individual contributors yeah but But like you you couldn't you couldn't donate like a million dollars to you know joe biden's re-election campaign before 2012 it, it, it i don't know if I'm not a thousand percent sure on this, but I'm pretty sure you couldn't just show up with a million now. dollars. Oh, now, yeah, you can. But you, you it can would donate. need to be as part of a super PAC. Yeah, so, so, so you what would it have would be was like the Lincoln Project, exactly. A total facade of a company that just funnels money from rich donors to get. Did you see the uh, crystal ball rant on that? Oh, she hated them. That was fucking awesome. She's like, yeah. She's like, uh, conveniently after the Lincoln Project made like hundreds of millions of dollars, so I can fleecing like mm. never trumpers they call them grifters yeah they just like, take money from everybody yeah just taking money from them and then like completely failing miserably and all they're doing is hating on trump they it, this guy wrote like a, an op-ed in the new york times saying it's time we stop paying attention to trump because you know we're, we're only fueling the fire of course like you're, how do you yeah. fucking how do you guys walk around like with, with how do you fucking, sleep at night yeah and all that stuff the Lincoln Project did didn't that really amount was to fucking awesome though. That well, ad oh the the ad was hysterical. Little Billy, yeah. no, little, dude, that, that was irrelevant. The Lincoln Project all it was make those guys rich, right? But like all the money that was raised for that, and all the all the ads and shit like that, literally, you, you can argue it was an epic failure for a lot of reasons. But like like the the Democrats lost in, 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 in many of these elections that they expected to win. They expected to gain tons of seats in the House, yeah. and they expected to take the Senate, and none of that happened. So it was all for nothing. Like did did that you bashing. see some of those spending patterns? Like in South Carolina, that guy, I forgot his name, outspent Lindsey Graham like 20 to 1. Um, they put hundreds of millions of dollars against Mitch McConnell, hundreds of millions of dollars against some of these other politicians, and these people lost by like 15%. Just got the floor mopped with them. Because that that the hate the hate Trump campaigns or never Trump campaigns didn't work as well as they thought it would. So I, I want us all to think about moments like this every time we say, "Where's the money going to come from?" This is literally trillions of dollars spent on election seasons annually to benefit special interests. Yep. So when you say there's Who's no money for working money? people at corporations. Billionaires and corporations. Corporations can make unlimited donations to Super PAC. So, for example, like a big pharma company or oil and gas company will spend billions supporting a politician 
So they get their guy in office, and when that guy is in office, he does what he says he's going to do. And how do we stop that? Citizens United. Yeah. Before would, that was enacted, overturn that case somehow because yeah. it's 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 fucking ridiculous. Again, it's that only was, been it's only been eight years. Like it hasn't this hasn't been this way for a long time. Bernie Sanders, big again, Citizens United guy. He wants money out of campaigns. So it should be federally funded campaigns where each candidate is given a specific amount of money, and that's what you have for your campaign. He, I had a clip of him railing against. Uh, what the fuck's her name? Pelosi. He was not happy. He actually had the balls to say something. Oh, he didn't really say it. Um, what was it? It was actually a really quick um, sound. He better not catch COVID. Oh, he's yeah, he's going down there. quick. You think he's got one more presidential <laughs> run in him? Well, you talked about the $1.8 uh, trillion dollar bill that the White House, Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, was working on uh, with the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Um, the Democrats walked away from that That's bill right. because they wanted $2.2 trillion, and They walked away from $1.8 trillion. Was that a mistake? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what How I'm saying. How can you not like this guy? Proposal, much, much larger. Democrats said, no, that's not good enough. And now we're prepared to accept a proposal which has, I think, $350 billion in new money. I mean, he's just a crotchety old man. I mean, I... I but he's the I, only politician on the Democratic side who has the balls to say that on TV. Yeah, but like you said, he's mostly sackless, so... He is. He doesn't have the teeth behind his bite. He's biting with yeah. gum. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in more ways than one, he is. Yeah. Um, all right. So, quiz time. Quiz time. Jared, you can, you can participate too. What, okay. what, what prompted this quiz first? Off? I don't know. I just I randomly saw it uh, today and figured that we could use it. So, um, can okay. I get any background on the quiz before? You're a little concerned over there, dude. Just let it play. I just want to know what it is. I'm curious. So, I don't like pop quizzes. We've got a little simple U.S. history quiz. Now, I will say, like some of these are really easy. But I'm just curious as to how many Adam can get, given that he's teaching America's youth about. I had a feeling it was going to be this. History. So this is something that BuzzFeed. Any opportunity says, to put me on the spot, love it. <laughs> BuzzFeed says only 40% of Americans can pass this simple U.S. history quiz. So I'm going to have Jared answer each of these questions first, so that way, you know, Adam can't spout out the right answer. And Are you going to not tell me the answer if it's right or wrong? Yeah, I won't say until after Adam answers too. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Adam? I guess, yeah. He's pissed, Jared, don't you think? No. I just hate I hate pop quizzes. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. But I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm game. Let's, Do you why? ever give your kids pop quizzes? No. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of pop quiz either, to be honest. You gotta let people prepare. Yeah. No, I'm ready. Fire away. Okay. So <laughs> Which of the following is not one of the 13 original colonies? Jared. This is for is me? It, yes. Is it Wait, Pennsylvania? So... Yes, Adam? No. Um, is Jared going first or what? Am... Yes. Yeah. Jared's going to okay. answer first and then you'll answer and then I will present the answer. Okay. Any more questions? No, I'm good. Let's try this again. <laughs> Do you, you remember the question, Jared? Yep. Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania, Virginia, 
Vermont, or Delaware? Oh, God, that's hard. Um, Three. Delaware. Adam. Say which one was not one of the original 13? Correct. Yeah. The four of them? Which one was not part of the original 13 colonies? Vermont. Wow, Adam was not confident, but he got the answer well, I correct. Was, I was just confused about oh, the I wording didn't, at first. I didn't even yeah. hear Vermont. <laughs> yeah, Vermont's not. Okay. Locke. Locke. Uh, Russo, Voltaire, and Newton were notable figures from which historical moment? Was it A, Reconstruction, B, the Enlightenment, C, the Civil Rights Movement, or D, the Great Awakening? Jared. What is 2020 NFL quarterbacks? <laughs> I literally have, I don't know what any of those are. So Adam. I, I would go with, um, no one cares. I'm going to go with civil en- war. I'm going to go with enlightenment. The enlightenment is correct. What is enlightenment? It was just a period of time when science started to come about and people stopped thinking so religiously. All right, so which of these was a problem with the Articles of Confederation? Was it A, that the federal government was too weak? Was it B, that the federal government was too strong? Was it C, that there was no federal government? Or D, that there was no state government? Adam. A. Jared. was too weak. I'm going to have to go with my teacher A here. Yeah, I don't even why know I what the confederations are. <laughs> All right, what are they correct. called? The We're confederations? What's that? Say again? Articles, Articles of Confederation. Of it was our first government before the Constitution. All right. What was the okay. primary goal of the Federalist Papers? To A, ratify the Constitution. These are ridiculous. B, just to stop the U.S. from going to war. C, to establish a new leader. Or D, to establish freedom of free speech. Jared. I, was, I wasn't listening. I thought you were going to Adam. <laughs> I need you to repeat the question and the answer. Adam. A. To ratify the Constitution is correct. Four All for right. four. Who was the 10th president of the United States? Was it A, Martin Van Buren? Was it B, William Henry Harrison? Was it C, James K. Polk? Or D, my namesake, John Tyler? Who's this one work? Mm. You go first, Mo. Fuck. I'm going with Polk. I'm going with Polk, too. Wrong. Wow. Yeah. I'm not good at presidents in the order on it, I'll be honest. Not a good sign. We are, what, four for five? It was John Tyler. There is. Okay. I didn't even know he was. Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. I remember him. Which one of these did the United States not gain through the Louisiana Purchase? Was it A, Arkansas, B, Tennessee, C, Nebraska, or D, South Dakota? Jared. Alabama. Wasn't an option, but we'll take it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say Tennessee. Correct. That's what I thought. They're near each other. It was was somewhere there. Uh, Option E, Alabama. You are so easy. Um, I'd like right. one easy one. I haven't gotten one. Oh, right. the same one these, that these I'm are, getting. These are for Jared. Dude, these but are you're just a for... history teacher. You're 
I don't know hey, any I know. of this stuff. I didn't pick the questions. Don't blame me for knowing I'm the answers. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming Ty. All right, girls. This is just for these two are just for Jared. Jared, which of the following is a which of the following is not a right protected by the First Amendment? Is it A speech, B press, C assembly, D property? Property D. Wrong. It is C freedom of assembly. <laughs> no. Nuh -uh. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> World War II, Jared, began in the year 1939. In what year did it end? I'm not even giving you a fucking. <laughs> you, you know, you what mean fucking year did the war end, Jared? 45. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was in the 40s. Oh, we've got an ad. Hold on. I'll say this isn't come to mind when Jeopardy. There's no way that. 40% of people pass this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would have known the other bullshit. Um, let's see. Um, I think, that, is this the last question here? No, we got we got a little bit more. Um, all right. Which Supreme Court case established judicial review? Was it A, Dred Scott versus Sanford? Was it B, Marbury, Marbury versus Madison? Was it C, Plessy uh, v. Ferguson? Or D, Roe v. Wade? Jared. Is this one for me or Jared? Give it to Adam. <laughs> no, you answer, you fuck that fuckhead. And then I run. wasn't listening. <laughs> Adam. B. Marbury versus Madison. Like, dude, Correct. I've, never heard, I've never heard of these things in my life. There's no way I would know this. <laughs> Adam's got his pants tied over there. Which of the following did not take place in the 1960s? Was it A. The Vietnam War, B. The Korean War, C civil rights movement or d jfk being assassinated oh can i guess this one we'll let adam go first korea jared oh i was gonna say jfk but i think adam's right i think korea was mid 50s so i'm also <laughs> gonna go with korea 1950 Correct. to 1953 what year, uh, let's see, what year did the Treaty of Versailles, oh, what war, I'm sorry, did the Treaty of Versailles bring to an end? This is an easy one. So, Jared. I think World War II, right? Wrong! It is World, World War, War I. I. <laughs> what was the era, <laughs> what was the era after uh, the Civil War was called? Was it A, the New Deal Coalition, B, the Market Revolution, C, Reconstruction, or D, Manifest Destiny. Jack. I know this one. I know this one. Go. C, Reconstruction. Nice. Bingo, Mo. Uh, let's see. You know Ooh, your this history, is, Mo. This is a good one yeah, here, Mo. one for me. <laughs> All Dude, these the are very out, out of the... Out of the Blue, so All the ones. following were major crops for Native Americans prior to European settlement, except, Jared, was it A, beans, B, corn, C, squash, or D, wheat? These were crops from Native Americans? Uh, Which one was not? No. Was not? Yeah, exactly. I would guess wheat. I don't think they ate a lot of bread. Hmm. Squash, corn. Definitely wasn't corn. Adam's getting hungry. Yeah, I, I can go for some corn right now. <laughs> you go bag. for a little combo of this, some beans, corn, squash, and bread. I don't think. Um, Three. I'll go two. I'll go wheat, too. I have no idea. <laughs> Correct. Woo. We did it, Mo. Yeah, wow. I, I had no fucking clue about that. Nice job. Well, All right. 
How many more of these we got? That's it. Yo. All right. We're done. Nice. Ding. That was some very right. specific information. That was tough. Oh, that was fun. We miserable. should do more quizzes like that. Bring some Sporkle into things. Sporkle's always good. What's that? I don't even know oh, if it's still you a don't, thing. You ever played I, Sporkle, Ty? In college. No. Yeah. Like you literally, there'd be like a topic like, you know, name all 32 NFL franchises and you just have to name them and you have, you have to type them in and on, you have like five minutes to do it. Like it's like time trivia pretty much. All different topics, history, geography, sports. Well, we need to do a lightning round on the pod. Yeah. I think, I think it'd be fun, but BuzzFeed's, I mean, there's a shitload of BuzzFeed quizzes, so. All right. Um, Mo, you got anything on the, the dating life side after our deep, deep discussion? <laughs> um, nothing like crazy on that front. I did hang out with that girl Friday. Um, it was good. I don't know if my opinion changed at all. Like, she was nice. Can it was okay. Yeah. This will really sway me one way or the other. All right. decided to tell you to ditch her or hang in there. I'm not going to ditch her, but I'm definitely trying to date other people and see what happens. I think last time we talked, Mo, it was kind of the same thing that we discussed in the pod. It's yeah. Like, just, keep, just keep going with it and, and see where it goes. Although, based on what Ty thinks of her looks, he might be giving you different advice. Yeah. He might be saying... <laughs> Back away. Abort! Abort! Yeah, it's kind of, all right, I'm trying to make her a big screen. All right, for the listeners out there, uh, Jared's showing a picture of the, the lady he's wooing at the moment. And what's her name? Amy. Okay. So, so that, that was fine. We hung Friday. It was, um, was kind of whatever. Um, but I asked her to hang again this week. She, so she works, she's a nurse, and she works shitty shift so this week she's on second shift so she doesn't get out to like 10 every night um and isn't around this weekend so i was like all right cool well, let's try and touch base next week so i kind of just left it at that um but i i did start working on trying to get a date with somebody else lined up for this week just to keep uh keep the good old boys busy if you know what i mean yeah. and so one one girl that i had talked to like for a decent amount of time this is just absolutely fucking ridiculous i'll read you this message and i asked her if she wanted to get together this week So we've been messaging since, let me find the date of this. So this since November 15th. That's a while. I asked her, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to get together for a drink or something? She said, hey, Jared, hope you had a nice weekend. I would love to meet you and go out, but the timing is a bit off for me. I work in a school and I'm trying to be extra cautious right now. I'm sorry it doesn't work out for me right now, but I'd love to keep the door open for the future and meet you sometime. Like, all right, bitch, then why the fuck are you on the dating app? <laughs> um, so that was Sarah. So Sarah's uh, going by the wayside, but I am going to hang out with this girl, Erin, on Friday. Um, so I'm keeping myself busy, not putting all my eggs in one basket. Love it. Love it. That's, um, that's about it. All right. We got anything else? I really got to pee. There we go. Sign us off. I love you guys. And we're back. Bonus pod, baby. Jared's sweating. All right, so we didn't do football picks. We knew everyone was waiting with bated breath for that. Pins and needles. All right, so Jared, you went. Did you hit the uh, the under on the uh, Bills 
game. Oh, let me see what the under was. I wrote it down. I want to say the over-under was like 48. It was 48, and I think and I, that they went over that, right? Yeah, pretty sure. So you went and Josh Allen two. went off. He looked good. What was the, um, what was the one we hit on? Uh, um, New Orleans with the spread over yeah. Atlanta. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Sweet. Yeah, so. Fuck, We're improving. I even, yeah, I didn't even think about what picks I'm going to make. Fuck. Um, let's see. NFL game day lines. The Saints have been the go-to picks because, like, if, if that pick was on uh, the app, that was my original pick, which covered, but it wasn't, so I had to pick is the Is this Raiders week 14 coming up? up? It is. Okay, NFL lines week 14. So what's there, 18 weeks this year? Well, there's only seven. There's been talk of an 18th week, but I, I think it all depends on if games. There's 14. So I mean, the NFL is left. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, so four. Okay. 14, 15. Four. So four games. Okay. Yeah. But all right. So I'm going to take uh, Tampa Bay over Minnesota. Tampa Bay has got six and a half points. So they got to win by a touchdown. I, I definitely got a close game. Wait, what was the tie? Tampa Bay over who? Uh, Minnesota. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Minnesota's been playing better, but they kind of almost slipped up. That could be a good one. Yeah. So uh, Tom, Tom has not looked good, and I think he's going to want to come out and fucking make a statement. So All I'm right. going Tampa Bay over Minnesota. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go KC over Miami. They got seven and a half points. I, I can't, I don't think Miami's going to be able to hang with them. I mean, the only thing I will say is Miami's defense has been very good. And, and they only beat Denver by six. Yeah, seven, but that's a divisional seven. game. That's a divisional yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you guys would be proud. I stood up for that whole game. I mean, Which it was one? a lot closer than I think people would have thought. Yeah, the Sunday night game. It was down to the wire. It was down the to the spread. last drive. The spread was like nine and a half or something. Yeah, well, because we've yeah. been trash. Uh, let's see. I want to do an over under. <laughs> I'm looking at where those are, where those are at. Oh, I don't. So for the listeners, our uh, our record at the moment of games that actually have been bet on is one and five. So uh, not good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In total, one and five. Yeah, not good. Not, not good, good at all. all. Um. All right, so are the the Texans are playing the Bears, and the over like under is forty six. So I mean, I'm inclined to take the under, but I feel like we should take an over so we can root for a fucking. Yeah, life's too short to take the under. I'm going. I that the hard way. <laughs> I'm going. Um, I'm going to go take the over under in the Bucks game too. Fifty two. Ooh, all right. Yep. You so we got, we got a lot riding said? on that game. I'll say. Yeah. So that we're going to take the over on 52, and we're also going to take the Bucks to win by seven. So let's hope that we get the Buccaneers defense of a couple weeks ago against the Tommy Saints. Boy! So we can just, you know, rack up the points on both sides. Because I don't, I, don't no. I don't see the Buccaneers having too much trouble with the Vikings, but I could see the defense faltering against – uh, Kirk Cousins playing solid and obviously Dalvin Cook. So we'll see. We got a, we got a shootout happening in Baltimore right now. Oh, 13, shit. I got on the game. Second quarter. Did Dallas score again? No, uh, Baltimore just scored. So 14 10. All right, oh, okay. Adam, before we go, give us a uh, send us off with a little Sunday night football theme music. Tuesday night football. 
Well, I, just, I want him to do the Sunday night. The one we always do. The one with the long so, intro. Dude, that is the Fox game. That, that, I, that is Fox. I'm telling you, that's Fox. Not How does it go? I don't remember. Oh, I thought that was... Oh, I thought I was thinking of a different one. All right, so give us that one with the drum solo. Shoot. Do 